You know, in October 2012, before we ever knew that we were moving here, uh, Hannah came to us after service. And what was it that you said uh, during that time? You remember? I remember. October 2012, um, I, we were at the Fall Festival, actually. And I cornered Sid for a few minutes. And I said, I really feel like God is um, calling me to do something... Um, I didn't know if it was a thrift store or a food pantry or something to that extent, but there was some ministry that I felt like God was really calling me, and I said, can, can we really think about this? We, we need to do something. It's because I had had the opportunity in the previous weeks to be able to network and get some people some maternity clothes, and I had some friends who needed some other resources, and I was able to be uh, um, kind of in between and connect some of the dots, and I really felt that's what God was calling me to do. And... Um, but, but that was, I didn't know, we did, that, I get, God had it in the works, but we were not aware that this right. opportunity would present it, um, right. itself. And, um, and so in, in February of last year, um, <laughs> little did we know that in the transition that God would bless us with such a tremendous opportunity of serving the community of Fruitland Park that had begun some 30 years ago. Uh, through Miss Betty Sexton, and then uh, Betty went on to be with the Lord last year, and then also Miss Sadie Lee, Sadie and John Lee, who were so active for so many years. And so we had the ability to come in and pick up where they had left off, and, um, and just to sort of to continue the process of, of what had started. And so let me ask you a question. What's the past year been like? What have been some of the, what have been some of the, the the things that you went home and you go, Wes, I got to tell you, I mean, I got to tell you the story. What's some of the joys, some of the blessings that you've received uh, as the director over it, beyond the walls, over the past year? No tears. No, I'm trying, Judy. See, I told you. Um, the one, there's many astonishing things that happen. Um, it's amazing that a very small building can have so many amazing things come out of it. Um, one of my amazing things are when we look at the walls, I mean, we look at the shelves. Um, we got to a point last year that um, the, it was looking rather sparse. Cupboards were bare. The cupboards were getting bare. We were serving many, many people. Um, it was crazy going out there. And um, the amazing thing is that God provides just enough in the right amount of time. Um, I, I've literally seen the loaves and fishes that God has done because I've seen it when the shelves were not as full as probably you and I would think they would need to be, and we were still able to provide enough for everyone. And then there was more left on the shelves. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I was telling Sid... Couple weeks, um, couple weeks ago, I was kind of looking around. I was like, okay, we're coming into the summer season, so we need to be more aware because that's when um, there's a greater need and less um, support for the pantry because people are out of pocket. Um, um, our northern visitors have gone back, and I, I was kind of getting nervous about that, and things are down a little low. And then I looked on Friday, and our shelves are busting at the seams at this present moment, <clears throat> that God is providing it as, as needed. As needed. But the one amazing thing, it's not necessarily about the food, it's the relationships. It's the relationships that we as volunteers have. Um, there's an awesome, awesome core group that comes faithfully to the pantry Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
that give of their time from 10 o'clock in the morning till 1.15, 1.30, depends on the day, that come. That's an amazing group of support. Um, they not only are passionate about feeding them, their neighbors physically, but they're passionate about loving the neighbors and feeding them spiritually. Um, that's, that's the amazing part. Um, now you've had, I mean, in your own life, has it been a growing experience over the past yes, year? Yes, it has. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been tensions and stresses and changes and transitions and, and the stresses have been there. What have been some of the challenges? I mean, you and I were talking because at one time within two hours, we were feeding up to 90 families providing food for 90 families in a two-hour period. If you figure that out, basically it was like running cattle through the stalls. It's, that was bag of food, go, bag of food, go. And, and that, was, that was overwhelming to us, not only the amount of resources that were going out, but we weren't, we weren't getting a chance to know the names or the, the stories of people, and so there were some adjustments that were made. And know? it was tough. It was very tough. Um, it was tough when we were processing 70 folks through there when we were you know meeting 70 families um, we really came up with a number God birthed in our hearts that we were going to serve 30 families when we were open on Mondays 30 families on Wednesday and 30 families on Friday and um, to step back and go how can we cut our numbers in half but we also started just serving Leesburg and, Fru Leesburg and Fruitland Park family which is right. our core group neighbors that was a big part because we I, wanted to take care of our neighbors. We had people coming from Claremont and Mascot and Inverness and Eustis and all exactly. over the place and there are food pantries that are in those yes. areas that can serve wonderful them. food pantries but they were coming because they were being loved on mm -hmm. and because they were being cared for and um and August was tough when we had to say goodbye to some of ours that did come from a long direct the long way Mm -hmm. But we directed them to local pantries so that they could be served. But with us solely serving that certain amount, God has been able to help us develop the relationships with the neighbors that we so need to. We're able to take the time and to pray with them. We're able to talk to them um, about what's going on in their life. Um, they come in, you, you know, um, one of the joys, one of the, late, one of the women has a, had a baby last year at the beginning of the year. And we've been able to see her child grow and change and um, been able to share in that journey with her and um, that's the part that was missing when we first were going so crazy we're not able to stop and call people by name and learn their stories and learn about what they're what God's doing in their life or how we can help them um, and support them well you know some people say well how can there be a need for something like beyond the walls in Fruitland Park what are some of the statistics I mean I've got some things here and then maybe we can also share the amount of food and things that have gone out over the past year. What are some of those things? We put that 14%, 14% of Fruitland Park and 16% of Leesburg are living in poverty, which to me is a pretty staggering statistic that we had and that 15.3 um, Lake County's children are living at or below the poverty level, which is um, it's a pretty big number. Hmm. Um, last year, you guys served um, how many families and how much, how much poundage of food did you serve out? There you go. <laughs> this was our uh, rough estimate. We, um, the poundage could go up and down. This is based on eight and a half pounds per person um, of food mm -hmm. is what the average is. So 154,000 pounds of food, 155,000 wow. pounds of food, which... Um, 
there's a little play area in that, but a tremendous, tremendous amount of food goes out of our doors. Well, I would say there's play area because I've seen people walk out with boxes they couldn't even carry. Yes, sir. That they had to have other people carry, which I know is more than eight pounds. It was probably more to 30 or 40 pounds. Well, it's per person, per person, eight pounds per person. That I And what we have set up for you to see at the visual up at front is um, that's an average family of four's package for the month. Hmm. It's a package for a month. And they can also come back weekly and get... Um, bread and groceries so we have you have that we have the opportunity and i call it an opportunity to come into contact with these with our neighbors four times a month which is huge they're not just coming once a month we have we have some that come four times a month and we get to love on them and we get to um share in life with them four times you know once a week which is some people that's all they get of church they come once a week and so the majority of our support flows out of heritage is is part of our opportunity of serving the world but in addition to Heritage, you also have other community partners that come in. What are some of those partners? Um, some of our community partners, um, the American Legion here in Fruitland Park is a um, great supporter of the, par- the pantry. The Legion in um, Lady Lake is also a supporter. The Vietnam Veterans um, Group, um, 1036 from the Villages. They provided turkeys for everyone last year. Uh, Publix? Publix. We pick up um, bread and produce from Publix. Uh, bread, I'm sorry, bread and bakery items from Publix. Judy, uh, Judy McCracken um, picks up those from Publix daily. We pick up every day but Sunday. Um, they provide those to us that we can distribute it back out to our neighbors. Um, Publix, Fred? Fred, Fred, where's Fred Fred the bread? Fred the bread man. Um, I get texts that say I'm leaving bread today and our Walk-in is full of bread, and we appreciate Fred making that connection with um, BJ's and with the Arnold Bread Man. Is that exactly? Is that what his? He's hmm. got it. But um, I go in there, and there's pallets or trays of bread, and it's amazing. But um, there's some local businesses. Local businesses. Um, TB Financial. TB Financial. I'm sorry, my mind yeah, is racing. that's okay. I mean, Mark Mark uh, Crawford Mark uh, in True Value. They ended up taking and setting aside a day, and what they did was giving 10% of their proceeds. Yes, sir. I know that Sean and Justine at the race had given to support that along with some other people saying, hey, we want to we support. So, so you've got a lot of support, not only coming from heritage, but also community. Community-wide. Partnerships. And what happens with the food when we have an overabundance? Because we talk about this a lot, because if we use the resources that God has given us, and this is what we say always, listen, there's plenty to meet the needs. The problem is God's people letting go of those resources. And so when we have an overabundance, what happens to that overabundance? If we have overabundance, um, Community United Methodist has a food pantry that we share with them. Um, we share with them. We have resources that come in and go out from the Leesburg Food Bank, from Umatilla. Um, we're able to um, work with different groups. Mm-hmm. Um, Lake Cares is also another one that um, they provide for us. A lot of times they provide to us, and God just... Um, so there's a, we go. there's, a there's network a, the network and, within and us that are right networks. here in Lake County. And Bob, where's where's Bob Paget at? Um, Bob, you and Steve go down uh, on a regular basis down to Second Harvest. Um, why don't you stand, Bob? Where you? Um, or why don't you come up here just for a second? Because I I think what Bob Bob and Steve do, and we've had some others. And I I had saw Timmy upstairs. Timmy's been down to Second Harvest, I think, before and picked up food. Bob, tell us what you guys do when you go down to Second Harvest and pick up a load of food. Okay, yeah, we uh, go every other week, Second Harvest. 
we've been blessed to have a great van out there to haul the stuff in. And uh, we still haven't got our names on the doors yet, but okay, all right. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Steve and I go down every other week on Tuesday to Second Harvest and uh, pick up food. And the 154,000 pounds, is that what it was up there? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think we've lifted that much in the last three weeks, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a blessing to do that. The, uh, when you go down there, if you ever have the opportunity to do that, um, you'll be blessed by doing it because there's, there's people. You'll see the networks from all over, not only Lake County, but uh, Orange County, Seminole, all going in there, picking up stuff for their churches and their food banks, and, and it gives you an idea of how, how big and how uh, good this, this is, and I really am glad to be a part of that. That's one way I can serve and help in that area, and I appreciate Hannah allowing us to do that. Uh, Steve always has to send a picture back of Bob helping other, other groups. Bob, there, there always seems to be a picture that comes back. I couldn't get Bob in the truck today because Bob was helping somebody else load their truck. And so they always seem to run just a little bit late. But thanks for the time. What's the greatest blessing of doing that? I know it's an, it's an effort of time, an effort of energy. What's the greatest blessing? I think the greatest blessing of that it really is, if, is to relieve Hannah from having to line up people to go. I know at one time uh, that was quite a chore of getting the folks lined up to, to go down to Orlando because it does take some time to do that. Um, and I think that's been a blessing because she now does not have to worry about that, except occasionally when Steve goes off on a cruise. But uh, other than that, uh, you know, she's got, she's got people that will go down and pick it up. And then, uh, uh, you know, there's other folks in here that do that also that fill in, and that's, that's just a great thing. So if somebody wanted to help out, they could come and maybe see you or see Hannah and say, I might, I might be interested in, in being able to go down and help out with that. Yes, that would be great. That would be great because there is times when, when we'll be gone and won't be, won't be here on that particular Tuesday. So, yeah, that would be a good thing That's if good. you could do that. Thank you, Mr. Bob. Why don't we take a, a little chance, a little opportunity at a look at a video that was made of Beyond the Walls, and then we want to interview a couple people and then close out our, our morning together. But take a look at this video that was put together for Beyond the Walls. Beyond Walls Food Pantry means to this community. What I hope it means to this community is that the, when people come in, when the neighbors come in, that there's a sense of hope, there's a sense of peace, um, that is a place that they could come, that there's um, no judgment, that it's open to everyone, that they can be loved on, they can be cared for, and um, it can be a real model of the hands of Jesus Christ serving our community. Man, you wouldn't believe. There's so many people, you know, out there that don't have and have kids, you know, single mothers, single fathers that can't, you know, feed their kids the way they want. And when 
people come here and they see that they have prayer and the people is, I mean, they're wonderful. The volunteers is the best. And when people come here, they feel like they, it's just, they just feel like they can just motivate and say their prayers more because before anything is done, they have prayer here. They welcome you. They welcome you. And, and that's a blessing in one because most places you go to, they're good, but they don't have prayer like beyond the walls. Tim, I had an opportunity to work with Jim Cohn, who's also a member of the church, is my ad representative for the Daily Commercial. He actually presented us with the idea of incorporating uh, part of a day's proceeds to the uh, food pantry, and I thought it was a good idea. So we, uh, we gave it a shot as part of the promotion. I think it's, um, if people really stop to think about it, it's kind of uh, appalling and surprising how many people are hungry. And uh, if you just can wrap your mind around that, I think you see the importance of it. That um, can't send kids to school without food. And they, they, don't, they can't go to school hungry. To you, oh, I start having medical issues. And I didn't know where I was going up or down because of all the medical issues that I was having and then when I started talking a lot of the people here like Hannah and Miss Judy and the other Miss Judy and it's I mean they just motivate me you know they motivate me it's not just the food it's it's the friendship it's the love that they they make you feel, you know, they make you feel welcome, they make you feel like your family, you know, not just because you come here for food, it's, it's everything, it's the love, the caring, the respect, I mean, the patience, the talking, and it's beautiful, it's beautiful, just know that you can come to Beyond the Walls, and just, you don't just come for food, you come for prayer, you come to feel the love, you come to feel that people care about you. And Beyond the Walls is the place to come if you want to feel that, that love, that inner love, you know, just like family. Just like family because I know for a fact that most of my family have not been there for me, but Beyond the Walls, they've been there for me more than my family have. So they, they, they are my family. They are my family. Um, Miss May, who you saw being interviewed, was diagnosed with a tumor of the brain and was operated on a few months ago. And uh, she's a regular at the food, at the food pantry. Um, but anyway, I, if you have been involved in some type of a way but with Beyond the Walls and serving, would you stand, stand just for a moment? Yeah. Thank you, guys. You can give them a round of applause. I want to invite Miss Judy Young and Miss Judy McCracken to come and, 
And come on, Judy, get the tears out of your eyes and come on. I want Judy McCracken over here near me. I want to sit her near me so I can keep her straight. I promise I won't make it. I won't. Here you go. Can you sit on it? Here. Come on. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> uh, she's stubborn. She's stubborn. She's a stubborn lady. Sit down. We have here. to sit up. Look at there. Oh, don't hurt her. I need her. <laughs> Weeble wobbles, but it don't fall down. Yes, you do. Um, you know, the Judy and Judy are, are two of the two, uh, two, two that are there on a consistent basis. I think, Judy, you've been there for probably a couple of years, Judy Young, right? Yes, yes. And Judy McCracken, how long have you been there, been a part of Beyond the Walls? A little over four years. A little, a little over four years. Yeah. Um, you guys give us your perspective as, as why participating and why serving at Beyond the Walls is so important. Why, do you, why are you so passionate about it because you guys are frontline people you're there when they come in and you're there when they go out um tell me why you're so passionate um judy let's start with with you judy young well i see it as um my part of being christ um i'm god's hands his mouthpiece i'm his arms where i can hug and love on them i'm there to give them a word of encouragement to speak God's word into their lives. Um, many of the people that comes in have many different issues, family issues, children issues. They're lonely. Some of them haven't seen their families for so long because um, the family doesn't take interest in them. But when they come through the door and they come in, I'm, I'm the first one they come in to see. Um, and they start telling me their stories, I take the opportunity to tell them how much God loves them, how he cares for them, how their problems can be fixed. We pray for them, many, and the part that really touched my heart is that I know that God hears me, hmm. even if sometimes it takes weeks or months for their prayers to be answered. I know that he hears me and when they come back rejoicing and telling us how the prayers that was sent up for them has been a blessing, um, how just speaking the word of encouragement give them the courage to go further hmm. because hmm. we need that. You know, sometimes we are ready to quit right there, but then when we can give that word from God, I'm his hand, his arms, his feet, his mouthpiece. I'm there to love on them, and that's, that keeps me going. I'm there religiously. God has put this in my heart. I'm not a part of Heritage Church, but I am a part of Heritage Church. This is my past also, even though I don't attend here, because we are one in Christ, and we have to let our love shine. Well, you do a phenomenal job with the people that come in and um, your gentleness in, in handling them because you never know what people are experiencing when they, when they walk in those doors. 
Um, and some people come in with attitudes. There's, there are some times that people come in with attitudes. And, and uh, uh, I've been called over before. And, and I, yeah, and, and so, but Judy McCracken, I was over there the other day, and I'll, I'll share this. Um, Judy has her role, and she plays the part, and she's a part of the team. The other day, she was passing out some specials. From time to time, they'll have some special things, and so they'll pick some numbers, and she'll say, okay, today, number 17, um, um, and they, they're given numbers when they come in. Number 17, I've got a special for you today. So they'll come, and she'll give, her some, give them something special. It happened to be some chocolates in a bag. And let me tell you what. Hungry people feed hungry people because they know what it's like to be hungry. And I was, when I was there, it was really neat because one of the ladies that had received something from Judy as a special took her box of chocolates, and she walked around the room to make sure that everybody had one. When she could have kept them for herself, she went around the room to make sure everybody had one. Judy, why is, is volunteering and serving it beyond the walls? Why does it mean so much to you? I just, I just love people. Mm -hmm. And you promised you weren't going to make me sit here. I haven't promised cry. you anything. <laughs> he did. He told me he was not going to make me cry. These are Jesus' tears. I haven't promised you anything. I just felt the need to do something to help people and I'm not one to sit around and do absolutely nothing and the need is so great that one time I heard that there was like 10,000 children in our county that did not have a bed to sleep on and that just kills me I'm sorry excuse me it just kills me that a child doesn't have a bed and they don't have food and I just had to do something and I went over and offered my services. I worked six days a week for that pantry. Every day in between, food drops, meeting people here to drop things off. These people is my life and God has given them to me. I'm so happy to serve and I apologize for being a big baby here. <laughs> 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 he is dead. <laughs> I think, I think the latest statistic, you say 10,000, but I think the latest statistic I heard was 25,000 homeless children that could be considered homeless children in Lake County alone. When I started, it was 10,000, and it, yeah. just, it just kills it's me. Multiplying. And I want you to know, this man thinks I do absolutely nothing. Because every time he comes over, he saw down. me sitting on a little table. He refers to it as the commode. <laughs> And he says, oh, I see you're in your designated spot. I don't know who he thinks does the work, but I'm always sitting on that table every time he comes in that door. And if she's not, she'll run over there and sit on it. Yes, I do. Yeah. You know, it's, there's been stories because it's not just an opportunity of sharing food, but it's about sharing hope. And more importantly, that hope is Jesus Christ. You know, you can give somebody some food, but we're not talking about just physical food. We're talking about, we're talking about spiritual food. We're talking about spiritual bread. Um, spiritual bread that sustains. And, and you guys are part of that team that does it. Um, some neat stories. Um, you know, um, Vivian is here. Um, Vivian, 
do you want to come here just for a second? Come here. Let's let Miss Vivian hold this. Hannah? Oh, I know. Come here for a second. I almost want to sit you on my leg, but I won't do that. <laughs> Beyond the Walls has been really important to you as a, as a single lady. And do you want to share briefly the importance that, as a, as a widow, um, what Beyond the Walls has meant to you? Gosh, it's, it's, it's meant everything to me. Um, I've lived in Florida since spring of 1957, probably before a lot of you were born. <laughs> and I've lived in about 12 different areas of the state and around Orlando and everything. And I have heard of food pantries, soup kitchens, and things like that, but uh, I never gave it a whole lot of thought. Um, but I, I, I thought, well, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that something like that is being done for people that need. Well, I'm in that position now, and I never thought I would be, and I'm not ashamed of it because I've worked hard all my life, but I haven't been able to get any employment since 2009. So uh, when I found food pantry here, especially, especially uh, beyond the walls. Uh, um, I just can't tell you how much it, it has meant to me, not just the food, but uh, like you've already heard, um, they've prayed for me when I've had medical issues. They've prayed for my, my son and daughter-in-law who are missionaries. And um, my neighbor I've introduced, she's was a diagnosed with polio when she was two years old, so she's in a wheelchair, and um, I've introduced her to to uh, Beyond the Walls and a couple of other friends in need, and uh, it's it's just been, I feel like I'm kind of part of the ministry because I pick up for for uh, for Sue and sometimes for another uh, gal and. Uh, if nothing ever goes to waste, and they are—they're so loving there. No one, no one ever is grumpy, or if they woke up with a bad day or something, they never show it, because they—there's so much love in each and every one of them, uh, because they love the Lord and they love God's people, and uh, it's just meant so very, very much to me that I can go there. I'm generally there twice a month, sometimes three times. And um, I just look forward to, to it all the time because they're my sisters and brothers and uh, I, I, I feel very connected. Right, and as a, as a church, we have, sort of our thought has been, if we can help um, those in need with their, with their food resources, then we can hopefully create some space in their budgets for other resources. Are you with me? I mean, we could do a lot of things and not really do a, a good at any of them, but we've said, okay, as a, as a church, how do we provide this resource that creates some extra space? People say, well, some people take advantage. Yes, there are. But, you know, we're there to be the hands and feet of Jesus to work beyond the walls because what happens in your on Sunday if they didn't go outside the walls, something's not right. 
And so, Vivian, thank you for being not only a voice, thank you for, for seeing as it a resource and using it as a resource not only for yourself, but also for those around you. Thank you so much, Hannah. And then, and then also, you know, as we, as we talk about the partnerships that happen in our lives, as churches, so many times in communities you see churches that are fighting and fussing and, and feuding, and that's not, that's not Jesus. He's not there. But how do you work together as a body of Christ from a kingdom perspective? And, and um, uh, one of our ladies that, have, that has come off and on now for, I think, a pretty good while, Hannah was sharing with me that she had made a decision for the Lord uh, as a result of, of what she had seen and experienced for 40 years, she was away from the church. She'd fallen away. She'd experienced a lot of difficulty. And yet in the midst of all of that, um, because of the love and the compassion that she sensed from beyond the walls and those working there, she came to a place of eventually making a decision a few weeks ago and was baptized on Easter Sunday at another one of our fellow churches. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. D, you want to stand? This is D. Miss <laughs> D is, I mean, from right there where you are, and Hannah can even take you a microphone. Um, I've not had the privilege of meeting D, only hearing D's story. Um, but D, I don't know if there's anything you want to say because you're front and center. You're, you're on the you're on the battle lines. Anything you want to say? I just want to thank everybody from the pantry. They've helped me out. I've had some difficult times in my life, and coming to the pantry has helped me bring Jesus back into my life again, and I appreciate every one of them. And don't say she don't give you trouble. Now, she does. <laughs> but I enjoy going over there and having fellowship every time I go. And it's made me feel like I've been loved again. Mm -hmm. I've had some real hard times in my life. And I just want to thank Hannah and everybody and Judy. Thank you a bunch, Miss D. It's, it's a privilege for us to be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. As we close out, I, I think that... Um, I want to read a passage of scripture to you and then we want to close. Um, but there are multiple ways that you can be involved in, in, um, in beyond the walls. A, a part of what we take in from tithes and offerings go to support beyond the walls. In addition to that, um, and so you, you have the ability to tithe. Some of you have, have in your tithes, you're, you're able because you've got extra that in your, not just in your tithes, but in your offerings over and above, that some of you may want to give on a monthly basis. Um, some of you may want to serve. And Hannah, there are opportunities for people to serve. Is that right? There is. There's opportunities to serve. Um, in May, we're going to be offering a volunteer class that would like just to come. And um, those of you that are interested, you can look for information on the city that we will provide you when that date and time is. And you can come, you can learn more about the roles that are available for you to be able to participate in the pantry. Because um, we have not just 
Monday, Wednesday, Friday serving. Tuesday night, I have a fabulous crew. Um, it's Tom and Linda Bradley's small group. I, I guess the, it's Tom and Linda. It's um, Larry and Leanne Pierce, um, the Hansards. They faithfully come and package all our bags up for us, and I appreciate those couples who come so faithfully. Um, there's that opportunity for Tuesday nights um, to cycle in. We also have opportunities for families. I love for children to be able to be a part of that, and I know during the day it's not always um, conducive for your children to be there, but we have Saturdays where we um, have a cleaning days. Um, on May 10th, we're going to have a huge fun uh, food drive in the afternoon with the Stamp Out Hunger, you know, where you hang the bags on your mailboxes. Are you familiar with that? May 10th, you hang it on there. They're coming right here to our pantry. When you give them to the mailman, they're going to... We're going to pick them up and bring them right here to our pantry. So that's an awesome way um, that day if you'd like to help serve. But um, That's good. That's really, um, those are the immediate um, opportunities for your family. So you can give through giving of your tithes and your offerings. You can also have the ability to pray. Um, you can serve um, as the hands and feet of Jesus, which we all should be doing at some point. It may not be beyond the walls. It may be in another area. But the other thing is that you have an opportunity to be a voice. Today, I pray that you've, that you've been um, educated a little bit more to be, so that you can be a voice. For many years, I drove past this building, yet never knowing what was happening there. Now I know. Now I'm a voice. I'm an advocate for beyond the walls. Some of you may work for businesses where your business may want to give back a certain portion of proceeds for a day or for a week or for a period of time. You have the ability to do that because all of the resources that we have go back into helping hurting people here within our community. I want to read this past the scripture and then we'll close and you guys, you ladies can stay with me. This is what Isaiah 58 said. And please listen. Shout with the voice of trumpet, of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day on Sundays or Saturdays, whenever it may be. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act righteous like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. And we fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed, Lord? We've been very hard on ourselves, and you don't even take notice. I will tell you why I respond. It's because you're fasting to please yourselves. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. Yet humble yourselves before me by going, you humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress up in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? No. This is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned and lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless and give clothes to those who need them. And do not hide from the relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal and your godliness will lead you forward, and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then you will call upon the Lord, and the Lord will answer, Yes, I'm here, and he will quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry. Help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness, and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. See, that's what we want heritage to be. 
is a light not just on Sunday mornings but throughout the week can you imagine what it would be together if there was a group of people that actually believed that and lived that out do you think that would have an impact in the community not people that were saying look at us and look at how we well, look at us fasting and look at all the things that we're learning and Lord aren't you impressed with us he said listen if, if you want to if if you want to do something that pleases me get outside the walls go beyond the walls and and start doing this feeding the hungry helping those in trouble if you want to be a light that's what you need to do that's why service is a big part of us here at heritage not only inside the walls but beyond the walls and you have an opportunity to be a part you just have to make a decision it may not be beyond the walls it may be nicaragua it may be on the ball fields i don't know where it is but if you want to be a light live for jesus that's where we're headed i want you to head there with us thank you for all your support and all that you guys do i think that there are some pamphlets when you're leaving here today that they'll give you that you'll have an opportunity to see and have a couple of these these words of information on um, in your hands when you leave judy thank you thank you joe joe's back in the wheelchair in the back joe thank you faithfully being there on a regular basis judy thank you for the kind words that you share and all and hannah thank you for the service west thank you for for loaning hannah to us those times um, i pray that you guys as a family will be deeply enriched um, i believe that god's placed us here for a reason for this season now what are we going to do Meredith's pointing at me. Come here. When your wife points at you, you're supposed to go, okay. Yes, ma'am. Um, there is a basket in the back or a wheelbarrow that you can drop off donations when you're out grocery shopping. General staples, non-perishables are perfect um, for what we need. Or you can off, drop them off during normal business hours, which are um, we're open from 11 to 1. Somebody's usually there by 10, 10 to 1. But I just ask that nobody leave anything unattended when we're not there because um, we do have animals and critters and things like that around there. So make sure somebody's there. Um, <laughs> toilet paper um, <laughs> toilet paper is good um, that's a, that's a, I know that sounds silly but your EBT the the food stamp cards do not cover those kind of items for families so those are always something that you need um, toilet paper paper toilet paper laundry soap and dish soap are um, really good needs that we normally have um, pastas grains proteins things like that are most important mm -hmm. and and so that you know a dollar from you as is extended greatly um, for what you can buy in the in the store when we go to second harvest and we're able to purchase we purchase per poundage which is how much per pound we purchase meat per poundage we get 12 cents a pound on our meat um, so it goes very far at second harvest very very far very very far very very far well we are going to be open we are going to have the pantry open know that we're gonna have the pantry open after church if you'd like to come over and visit Dave
Thanks, Dave. Um, we've been blessed. And again, thank you for your support. Um, we've been really blessed. One day to stand before the Lord and for him to say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've not just done church. You were the church. I think that's what I want to hear. Um, after the service, when we close out after prayer, if you're here and Jimbo's message earlier spoke to you and you say, I need to follow Jesus in baptism, I want you to come to me. I'll be here. If you say, I've been, I've been half in, half out, if that was you earlier, you come and say, man, I want to be all in. But I'll stand up here and maybe Brian will stand with, with me and uh, we'll wait if there's some of you that say, man, I, I need to follow through. Jimbo, thank you for what you shared earlier. You and it's what a blessing for you and your family. And we will pray for you guys in a few weeks because we're going to be sending you as missionaries to Georgia. Not to Soviet Union, Georgia, but to north of us, Georgia. And here in just a few weeks, and we're looking forward to praying with you guys. Will you bow your heads? Father, thank you again for the opportunity we have to become aware of, of a ministry that's happening um, right here next door to us that we've, we've been able to be a part of. Thank you for those that are so, um, so graciously involved in giving of their time and giving of their resources. Father, thank you that we as a church um, have an opportunity to be a part of this and to create an environment within the community, an attitude of generosity to help people understand that it's not just the resources inside the church that are yours, but all the resources that, that are here. All the resources are yours, Lord. Give us the opportunity to reach people, to go beyond the walls, to use our hands and feet, to be, uh, our mouths to be mouthpieces for you. Use our attitudes. Use our attitudes, Lord, to create an atmosphere of love, uh, uh, to create an atmosphere of kindness um, and acceptance. Just like it's so easy for many times for us to walk away from people that are in need, how many of us would be willing to walk towards we never know, and one day we might be that person in need, as Vivian shared so graciously. Thank you, Father, for the day, and, and, and Lord, I'm praying blessings on that building, that in the days there would be more people that would come to know Jesus as a result of our love, not our condemnation, not, not our asking, well, why are you in this position, and what in the world have you done? Lord, sometimes difficulty falls on us just because, just because. But Lord, I pray that as a people that we would be gracious and that, Lord, not only would you bless us, but that we would have influence in this community because that we are sharing what you've given us and we're giving sacrificially, sacrificially and generously. Thank you for this day and for the words that we've heard. Lord, I pray that we will be very supportive in prayer and in volunteerism and, Father, just being awareness and also in our giving towards beyond the walls so that we can see the message of Jesus Christ carried out into the nations. Thank you for this day and what a blessing it is. And Father, just asking that as we leave this out these doors, Father, that we would be your ambassadors. Remind us of that, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen.